say we want the long, sustainable relationship, right. but really what that requires is finding those qualities and traits that inspire us and yeah. call us forward that we can lean into and rely on. And I think those aren't as sexy. Welcome to Unleashed. I'm Alexi Panos, life, love, and business strategist, leadership trainer, entrepreneur, and philanthropist. And you found the place for getting real, no BS, tools, strategies, and inspiration on how to live your fullest potential, unlock your most authentic expression, and create a life and business that you're completely obsessed with. It's time to remove the chains that have been keeping us small. And it's time to live life unleashed. What is up, everybody? I am excited to bring you our final roundtable episode from Byron Bay, Australia. And this one is, of course, with my friends Emily and Holly, if you've been listening to the other ones. And we've invited our friend Jordana Levine, who is an author. Her new book actually just came out as we were recording this called Make It Happen. Uh, She's a podcaster, manifester, and just an all-around spiritual badass who takes really big concepts and brings them down to earth. That's my kind of gal. Now, we jumped into all sorts of things, relationships, you know, intimate partnerships, dating, all the things attracting your one, to friendships and attracting a truly aligned tribe, to what it actually takes to put a big dream out in the world. We also talk about how to know when you are in alignment and why you've got to take action on those big dreams and big ideas of yours. So there's a lot of juiciness here, a lot of good stuff. I can't wait for you to get into it and sink your teeth into this amazing conversation. And as always, if you found some nuggets in here that you just love, be sure you share it with me on Instagram. Let me know, tag me in it so I can share you with my audience and also share some of your nuggets. Let's spread the love and spread the learning. All right, without further ado, let's jump on in. We're just speaking off recording about what's alive for you right now. And you mentioned book. And you mentioned a lot about book. What people may not realize. Yeah. So my book's been out for just over two weeks now. Mm -hmm. And when you you birth something that you've been working so hard on into the world, it can be really scary because you don't know how it's going to perform. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of real life story in there for me. So there was a whole lot of vulnerability I had to embrace yeah. with it being in people's homes mm-hmm. and, and reading it and my friends reading yeah. it and my family and yeah. my lovers and also strangers. Yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. And um, well, that feel like a good idea at the time. Yeah. 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 Not even reading it, but like you said, your story is in their home. In their home. Yeah. Right. And they're talking about it with friends and they're like, did you hear what she did that one time? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so when it first came out, it was super exciting and there was lots going on. There were book launches and interviews and all this fun stuff. And the book sold really well the first two weeks. We've reprinted it twice already, like all this success. And everyone's like, you must be so happy. It's so exciting. And it is. And what's been really hard, though, is that it also comes with this new kind of like energy upgrade where it's a little bit overwhelming. And it's new feelings and new energy around you and new people wanting to talk to you. And the phone doesn't stop in terms of not people calling you up to make you famous and put you on Oprah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The social media doesn't stop, you know. And if you want to build the brand and you want the book to keep selling, you've got to keep sharing the stories and showing up and putting your face on camera. And in the space of two weeks, it kind of threw me. I actually Mm. had a bit of a burnout because yeah. I just didn't expect it nobody yeah. talks about yeah. 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 nobody says anything mm-hmm. nobody kind of like preps you for it I mean yeah. I don't know who's meant to prep you for it but <laughs> that's why we like, have these chats so totally we can talk about the normality of all of this stuff because yeah. that's the thing I think a lot of people will look on Instagram and hear about your book selling out and oh my gosh yeah. and it's amazing yeah. I want to write a book one day and I hope it's successful like yours mm. and they don't see what it takes behind the scene first of all to even write the book mm. for the first time girl yeah then to edit it a thousand times yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> like yeah. I don't know about you because I've written a couple books and it's like I'm done reading this. I cannot read I this. I cannot read yeah. this anymore. Uh, and like, Jules was given the shortest time frame too. How long did you write? I had a, I had an eight week. Deadline. Oh my god! Oh, I feel like in yeah. a way that would be great because you just be like, yeah, yeah, I would do it in it. Yeah. I would, yeah. I feel yeah. like, all right, but it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's like it's life. Though. It's a life work. Yeah, you know, you put your whole everything into it, and then just when you think you're done. 
Yeah. Just when you think you're done, then it's like the interviews and the this and the that. And people who love the glamour of like, oh, I have a book in me and I want to write a book. It's like, great. Why do you want to write a book? Mm, Get yes. really clear on that because yeah. there is a lot of work. And it's the same thing with starting a business. Why do you want to start a business? Because there's a lot of work that you don't mm. see on the Instagram highlight reel. Absolutely. And a lot of energetic tax, which I'm hearing you say. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing I think that people don't talk about because I think sometimes when you're talking about energy – it can seem really woo-woo, like totally. there's new energy in my field, yeah. you know, yeah. which is which is true. Yeah, it's also true. But also, like energetically, in terms of like lethargy yeah. and your energy yeah. levels and showing up every day and having to smile. I remember I went to Sydney for the book launch, and um, I had a friend up here. He was calling me, and he's like, "You just seem so run down." I'm mm. like, "I am so sick of smiling." Yeah, yeah. And being yeah. nice. You gotta be on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm I'm like, like, on. Just so I think it's important to talk about it because yeah. people yeah. don't and there's so much comparison especially when it comes to social media and mm. so not that I'm sitting here whinging like it has been amazing oh, but it's yeah. just seeing both sides yeah. Yeah. and I think what you were saying Alexi about like the reason behind why you want to write a book because yeah. I had this experience last year I've always like felt there's books in me and I will write I studied writing at journalism it will yeah. happen it's yeah. coming yeah. but I initially was going to enter a competition to win a publishing deal. Yeah. And I sat with, it was a week before entering, and I was like, what's my intention here? And it wasn't about the book at all. It was yeah. to win a competition. Yeah. <laughs> it was totally fueled by ego. And then it came up again where I got very, very close to a deal, and then it just didn't happen. And I was like, why am I so destroyed by this? It's like because my ego is tied up in right. yeah. Holly the author, Holly the that. bestseller. And yeah. it's like, no, hang on a second. You can absolutely, by all means, want to write a book, yeah. but coming from that aligned place, which, George, you've done. Like, it was mm. totally, for you, it wasn't about, yes, part of it is being the author, but it was that this book wanted to be birthed. Yeah. It was the message, and yeah. I was very clear on that when I was setting the intention around it because for so long the intention was, I'm going to be published by this publishing company. Totally right. Yes. It's going to be called this, and it'll yes. be out on this date, and it'll yeah. take me this long to write. Because and that's then, what social media is feeding us now. It's yeah. got to be successful. Right. So Absolutely. Yeah. Right? So I let it all go. And I was like, this is the message. And I want to communicate it to as many people as possible. Yeah, I love and that. I was very lucky that it happened. Well, not even lucky, but it, was, it just so it's happened to be birthed as a book. Yeah. And I'm a writer. Like, yeah. that's what I do. So yes. it's probably yes. the best way to get the message out. Yeah. yeah. I love that. And I think your message is unique as well. And me just kind of coming into your world and your work, I think it's really cool how you kind of bridge the kind of woo-woo spiritual mm. soul side with the human side. And I think mm. that's something that uh, it's either all the way over here yeah. or all the way over here. And it's so important that we have more of these bridges because we talk about this quite mm -hmm. a bit. Like if you're just preaching to the choir of yeah. people who get the woo-woo and get the thing, or you're just preaching to the choir who get like leadership and human and, you know, mindset and all that, then you miss the people who actually may need it the most. Yeah, benefit absolutely. the most. Yeah. And you're really good at this as well, Holly, as well. well which is obviously why you two align. Yeah. Yeah. This is why, why we decided yeah. to start a podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Talk to me about middle jobs. Oh. <laughs> what do you want to know? No, just talk to us a little bit about, like, about the, you know, who you're trying to speak to with the message because it yeah. is something that you both do really well is just like that you can have a margarita and you can also meditate twice a day Absolutely. you can like you, you know can. manifest and you can also like have the bougie Twerks. things you know? yeah. yes can we like that is the thing like I'm sorry but the spiritual world takes itself far too seriously yeah. oh my god uh, and it's like this spiritual ego of like I am more woke yes than all of you mm. do you know what like, I can't like, believe you're twerking right now oh yeah. my gosh I can't believe you're having a margarita yeah, yeah. yeah. You drink oh you drink alcohol oh I think I think the thing is that yeah it's it's a way to be taken seriously for what you do yeah and if you falter and if you go off that path at all then you're not serious enough and you're not dedicated enough and you're not mm -hmm. committed enough right yeah but I love this afternoon margarita. I'm so putting it out there. We should have margaritas right now. I think that what happens is, is that if you can't take the spiritual lesson and apply it practically, yeah. then what's the point of yeah. the lesson, right? You're just learning it. You're not applying it at all. Can you yeah. elaborate a little bit about what you mean by that? Yeah. So I think that Holly and I talk about this all the time. I think that many bookshelves in many homes are full of spiritual 
self-help and personal development books and yeah people read them and they get to the end and they're like yep totally understand that concept great book yeah and then they don't get to the end yeah Yeah. and don't do anything about it and then their life never changes absolutely and i think that's the biggest misconception is that you can read a book or listen to a podcast and like yes of course you can get like hints of it but i don't know about you ladies but there are so many concepts i understood intellectually yeah yeah. but have not or did not embody until i was forced to be with life yes and actually go right what do i need to actually do what do i need to pull on what tools what resources what mindsets Mm -hmm. what strategies and then that's how i learn it's like you have to be with life to learn and that's that is the work that's the spiritual work that's it yeah and that piece on integration and this works when you're working with a coach or with doing a program or doing a course it's like we and let's be real like this work that we do in personal development and spiritual work it's addictive because mm. we love feels it amazing. it feels great <laughs> yeah. to be the best version of yourself it's yeah. amazing but making sure we take those moments in between yes. to integrate mm. the lessons and the learnings yeah of going from one thing to the next to the next well because then otherwise it becomes another drug it becomes another distraction it's where it's just like well if i do more work then i'll get better and i'll get there versus yeah. going okay i'm already here but now how do i integrate this mm. and expand and become a better version mm. of yeah. the most truest version of me yeah. yeah yeah because the reality is that there's always going to be more ways we can get better more progress we can make more th- places totally. we can dive you know and so yeah. it's like so we, we can still do that and exist and enjoy life now because there's always going to be work so totally. you don't want to put everything off being like again it's this one day conversation like one day yeah. when i'm fully healed and all of my trauma is gone all of yeah then i can write like, a book yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> well it's and that's coming. the thing that i find so interesting with a lot of people in in our communities that are like oh i really want to be in a relationship but i have to fix all my things yes and which like, i was in that for a while yeah that's like girl there's no better place yeah. to work on all your shit right <laughs> 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 and it's way easier for me to be woke and like yeah. aligned and like in my intentions when I don't have somebody in my intimate space oh, calling totally. me shit. Yeah. yeah yeah right yeah, and I think a lot of times a lot of spiritual people kind of separate themselves from others that aren't as mm. spiritual oh, yeah. kind of put ourselves on a higher platform almost as a way to like not challenge this new identity of the spiritual person mm, yeah but yes. it's not a true test is it it's not and that's what holly and i are trying to encourage with the show it's like don't get rid of all your friends yeah not <laughs> listening to eckhart toll on right. Oprah's podcast <laughs> right. because they're the people they're going to keep you grounded and yes. they're the real world yeah yes. you know and you need to be able yes. to integrate yourself into the real world yes. yeah and that is huge because a lot of people and i call this like the monk in midtown it's mm. like it's easy to go off to a mountain and be a monk in a monastery totally. where there is no life challenge that is like traffic and emails yeah. and technology but have that monk in Midtown and can he still be grounded? Can mm. she still be in her mm-hmm. peace and her presence? Yeah. That is the test. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that. And I think it's also important to like be discerning and cultivate, you know, your environment and your community and things like that as well to support that up leveling. So it's like, you know, if there's people in your life that are totally like not aligned to you and not empowering you, then I think that that's something that's a part of a conversation as well. Absolutely. Know? Well, this is where my relationship was last year. And I've spoken about it a little bit of the time where I got on my high horse yeah. because I was in the work and I was this. <laughs> I really conscious. need you to develop faster. And like <laughs> Honest, but honestly, yeah. that was the energy. Yeah. That was it. I was like, mm-hmm. babe, I'm very inspiring and you're not. <laughs> And what are you doing? <laughs> I cannot. I know we're laughing about it, but yeah, no, I get it. I've been there. Energy, so yeah. Yeah. and I look back at it now, and I've my. It's like I, I am so I, sorry. So much guilt. Yeah. I'm shifting it still because yeah. I'm like I yeah. cannot believe like he is the most woke person. Yeah, he would never describe himself as woke. Yeah, doesn't probably probably doesn't even know what that really fucking means. Yes, and I love him because he is that foundation and grounding. Yeah. And it's like I do see that in this space that we're in. Mm there is so much comparison yeah we know we're doing it we know it's there yeah. it's rife it's you know it's hard to avoid when we're scrolling yeah but just recognizing that it doesn't have to look that way yeah you can enjoy like i think it was you and yesterday where you're like yeah sorry about it but i do watch reality tv and it's yeah. like don't <laughs> apologize yeah. it's fine like yeah. if that's what you need yeah. to kind of switch off totally the craziness of the work we're doing yep great yeah. totally. enjoy Jordy Shaw and, and, yeah. <laughs> and don't judge yourself for it totally yeah. but this actually goes to a really good point that I really didn't get because I used to be that person I was mm. like oh I just wish that you would like 
do a workshop or read mm, one of yeah. these books yes. to my old partners and my god I feel should so be bad. more like the way I want you why aren't you more like me yeah yeah right? but now that I have a one-year-old who yeah. has never read a book who has never <laughs> besides besides like Thomas the Tank Engine yeah. right? like very work yeah <laughs> very work never been to a workshop doesn't even speak our language yet he speaks our language I'm not sure <laughs> definitely speaking our language yeah. yep but he is my greatest teacher yeah and it's like your husband our partners the people in our lives mm. can be our greatest teachers if we're willing to actually see it yes. and this little being who 100%. is barely a human yet is teaching me so much he is literally my greatest teacher yeah he's my greatest workshop more so than any work i've done mm -hmm. and he doesn't even speak yep <laughs> and i want to even go like a little deeper with that because we've got our two single gals over here mm -hmm. what about the men that you are yet to call in like are they teaching you yeah well it's interesting i mean it's it's uh i feel like i've transitioned out of this like i always had this desire for this like strong powerful like go-getting kind of guy like it was like maybe someone that i would be able to do the work with or do work with or partner with and it's interesting just even feeling like that that expectation pivot or that desire pivot and just like starting to watch my attractions change or almost like consciously so yeah. like like someone who's like like why do I need someone who's like super powerful out in the world maybe I want someone who's really deeply caring and generous yeah. and kind and who can nurture me and support me like that was never something that I desired whereas now I'm like and even thinking about an, a past boyfriend that I wanted to be more like do this and like, da -da -da. and now I look back and I'm like he was so content he was <laughs> doing great things in his business he was, he was really creative yeah, yeah. he was like he was all of these awesome things yeah and I still had this thing of like he needs to be bigger and da -da -da. yeah and it's like interesting just feeling that shift and they're like wow actually what a great he was so there yeah so just I'm definitely experiencing myself shifting in terms of what I want out of that person so interesting yeah that. what about you I've got a bit of a different perspective because I actually have always wanted the opposite to me. So yeah. any any guy that's even slightly spiritual or woke, I just feel really turned off by <laughs> And so why? I, why? I don't know. Was that I, too much? No, I think it was a little bit of an ego thing. Like, I'm the oh, spiritual one. Yeah, 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 that, that's yeah. my world. Don't yeah. come into my world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? okay, yeah. Um, so I always went like super practical and super reliable and very like hand yeah. with their hands I was going to say handsy but that's probably yeah. not the right thing to say handsy but well. that's also handsy yeah. 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 yeah so I, I mean I still find that very attractive but yeah. what my Andy lesson is. is is to open up to the woken conscious man yeah. who's willing to explore this stuff with me and be right. okay with that yeah yeah and not be turned that's off that's exciting yeah it is yeah. and the more I open up to it the more they come in right yeah George mm. makes a really good point we spoke about this on one of our episodes around you know like writing the list and calling it yeah, in. yeah yeah George tell us your perspective on this so I think it is a manifestation nightmare uh -huh. to write down a list of things that you want in a man mm -hmm. yeah um because I think what happens is you create a frequency around this list of traits and it does attract that, but you don't know if that is in your highest interest, yeah. right? Right. It's yeah. like putting your order in, but it's like yeah, it's like you've got trusting. no idea. So what yeah. I encourage people to do is decide how you want to feel in mm. a loving relationship yeah. Yeah. and get yeah. super clear on what that feels like for you. Know what that looks like, not how he's going to make you feel, yeah, but how you're going to feel not who he is in that space. No, yeah. I love that because I feel like so many people get so attached to this idea of what it looks like. Yeah, yes. and they miss somebody who could be perfectly aligned. And my husband is a great, he's a great example of that. He did not look like a lot of what I usually dated yeah. in terms of how he dressed and like how he spoke and just his mannerisms, just all the things. It was kind of like, really universe? Like, <laughs> this guy? And yeah. I had to sit with it for a month. Like we hung out every single day for a month without ever like just friends. Yeah. Cause I was so uncertain. You're like, like I'm just not. Cause sure. it was like, Yes, but really, yeah, plot <laughs> twist. Yeah. Was not expected, and we're so suited for each other yeah. because of our healing that needed to happen. Mm. And I think a lot of times when we write these lists, we write from our fears, we write from our past, we write from what we hope will never happen again. Yeah, and a lot of times the exact person we get is exactly who we're supposed to get mm. to mirror our deepest healing mm. to mirror our greatest expansion mm. and that doesn't mean it's always going to be easy and it doesn't mean it's going to look how we think it's going to look mm. so I think that's a great thing to bring back to that feeling experience mm. versus like these traits and he's got five businesses and everything's working out because I was like 
I will never date another artist again. And then he's like, kind of like this artistic dude who's like just starting his business and just moved back with his mom. It's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was so not the plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I saw him for what he was building. And yeah. it's like, so I love that. I think yeah. that's just so cool. And cute. it's also about bringing it back to you. Like, I think we leave ourselves out of the equation sometimes. We're like, he needs to be this and he needs to be that. Yes. And, and it's like, well, but what do you need? Yeah. 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 And a lot of times we're, we're exactly what we're asking for out of someone else. Mm-hmm. That's our work. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I want someone that is this and that. And it's like, that's the shit that we need to do. Yeah. And it, it's True. confronting. Yeah. Are you kind, yeah. generous, and funny? I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You need to those things. <laughs> I mean, I remember doing some, um, like something that was quite powerful for me, and this was just actually like consciously retraining what I found attractive mm-hmm. like this was through mm-hmm. like so offering Susanna you know mm-hmm. Fiorini, um, in this book called Deeper Dating but it was about like attractions of inspiration and attractions of dis- yes. uh, deprivation yes. and it's big on this it's like you know the chemistry and the, like the really hot guys and like the stuff that we feel like we need and, and actually retraining myself to find the things that are actually inspiring and fulfilling for me yeah. to be attractive like that was actually interesting to sort of it's even like this doctor today I was like if I walked past the street I wouldn't I mean it was like a giant which is kind of hot but like <laughs> but like I wouldn't have necessarily like Whew, but like his energy and his kindness and yeah. his like witness just just retraining ourselves also to, to be attracted to the things that are actually fundamentally important. But yes. talk about that because you, yeah. you mentioned the deprivation and I don't think yeah. a lot of people really get what that means. And you mm. mentioned like the chemistry and the yeah. fireworks go into that because that is so important. Yeah. I mean, I can't speak to it deeply because it's sort of something that I learned, but it's more just as a society, you know, we're, we're trained into thinking that there needs to be that chemistry and like as the primal attraction of, you know, finding people hot and wanting those kinds of more superficial things um, as like really fundamentally important really. Mm-hmm. and it's 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 triggering these wounds of like you know the, the, un- the emotionally unavailable person mm-hmm. and I think it's triggering the deprivation that we have and then yes. we're wanting more of it and mm-hmm. we're not really getting it and then it's like all these available guys that maybe aren't like the instant or, or woman whatever it's, it's yes. both ways um, but it's that inspiration and actually learning to find that really attractive in people the stability the, the kind one the generous one yeah. which might not be the first person that you just want to friggin rip their clothes off right. but it's just like retraining that kind of muscle muscle yeah we live in a world where we inherit all of these things where it's yeah. like oh I need to have a hot boyfriend for me to feel good about myself like right. that's something that I thought like I need to have well, a hot guy because that's going to mean something about me or if it's not attractive yeah. that means less about me yeah. so it's an interesting play of actually like how comfortable can I be and then yes. what I want to attract from there and that's the thing like we say we want the long sustainable relationship right. but really what that requires is finding those qualities and traits that inspire us and yeah. call us forward mm-hmm. and that we can lean into and rely on and I think those aren't as sexy yeah mm-hmm. aren't as sometimes. they're not the first things you're looking for yeah no they're first and then over time you're like wow this is a great thing about you yeah, yeah. Looks, you know are gonna fade or whatever oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. yeah well unless they're Trent and they get better with age. Oh, like, shut up. I, I, I think Preston gets better with age too. Yeah, I will say that. I love that. Yeah, I will say yeah. that. You asked become more attractive mm-hmm. anyway, you start to love them more. Of course. Yeah. You asked a really interesting question on your stories mm-hmm. a few weeks ago around making the first move as a woman. Oh, yeah. Can we have that chat? Yeah, totally. Well, we were basically just having a conversation with a girlfriend and I about and we were just having a conversation all about this, about the roles of masculine and feminine and how it's become confusing. So it's yeah. like how does that play out in relationships and dating in terms of should the woman make a first move? She likes a guy. If she's talking to a guy, should she ask him how, where is this going? Should, does a guy want that? Does a guy think that's attractive? Does a guy think that's a turnoff? It's just like, it's so many literally things. so many things that it's like, should you go after what you want because we're strong independent women or is that ultimately going to be depolarized into a guy? It's like, oh my God. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot. So what do you, what yeah, do you, what do yeah, you feel about We're not dating because we're going to go I have to keep coming back to how I feel aligned with how I'm behaving. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I have, I got really clear on what my, what I call my personal vibration is. Mm-hmm. So how I feel when I'm feeling my most authentic self, but also when I just feel really true to me. Mm. So I got really clear on what those feelings were and then I know what strengthens them and what weakens them. Mm-hmm. So in the dating scene where I'm like, I really want to step up here mm-hmm. and I'm totally okay being in my masculine here and 
asking someone out or, you know, suggesting something or whatever it might be, I have to sit with it first and be like, does that really feel good for you? Yes. Or is this an ego thing? Uh, and what is it? And coming back to that strengthening and weakening because if I do it and it's not out of fear, it's out of me not actually feeling like it's aligned with mm, who I am, mm. then I know that when whatever comes from that space, however he reacts, I'm still not going to feel comfortable there. Yeah. yeah. So there's no point. Yeah. Yeah. But you do have to ask yourself if you're not comfortable because it's something you've never done before. Totally. Or if you're not comfortable because it doesn't feel aligned with you. Yeah, so that's true. Where it can be a bit tricky. So that's yeah. why I think it's really important to get super familiar with what that personal vibration is mm. for you. Mm. Yeah. And it applies to everything. Because yeah. it can be such a, like for me, it's an edge of feeling like I've put myself out there and then like I'll have like a friend read the message or something. She's like, yeah, no. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, so he should make the move now because I've made it really fucking obvious yes. and there you go. And like, I want a man that's going to be able to make the move, you know? But then it's like, have I even put myself out there or am I so far not comfortable with being vulnerable that I think that that little move is the move yeah you know, and it's not and really it's not really anything. the move you know so, yeah but it's because and I, I agree totally with the like how do I want to feel in it because I do ultimately want someone who like even if I make the move and then I get the thing it's like oh but it's not going to feel like I got it because I had to do that you had to I don't really want to yeah. do that yeah I don't want to so I think that. and that's where it's important for you to go like I want the man it sounds very yeah. clear that you want a man that's definitely in and more direct yeah. not and even a question and that's mind. okay too yeah like, we don't have to be misindependent yeah. Yeah. I, I fall into that trap all the time like Holly and I were talking about it last night you know I was in a relationship where I was told that I was too dependent when I was in my 20s right. and so when I came out you were like I am I am a with yeah. That. yeah. And it's taken me a lot to come back and be Miss Vulnerable again. Yes. And being Miss Vulnerable has been way more rewarding yeah. than being, you know, the strong woman. Yeah. And you yeah. can still be a strong woman. Yes. Yeah. And just, yeah, practice a little mm. bit of vulnerability. But the other thing I wanted to say to you is if you decide to send a text or, yeah. you know, stand in your power and say what you mean and he doesn't resonate with that, yeah. then he's not the person. Exactly. Totally. Because totally. yeah. there's plenty of totally. men that would stand yeah. up and yeah. be like, yeah, love that. Totally. Yeah. And that's why I think that's it's true. important that we honor us, right? Yes. Even in relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think so often we can get caught up in like, what would, does my partner need? And does mm. he feel good? And yeah. Sometimes it's like, yes, of course, consider other people, yeah. but not at the cost of your own sovereignty mm. and what yeah. feels good for you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, I love really that. honor that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's what I thought would have been a deal breaker in our relationship because we've been together since we were in high school, right? And so much has gone on and changed and, you know, loved ones who have experienced cancer and, you know, um, marital affairs and, like, all of this stuff has happened with us and we've been, like, strengthening, strengthening, strengthening. And the biggest thing for us was me getting into the work that I'm doing on myself and growing and changing and just assuming because I was doing that and he wasn't that we grow apart Mm. but that's not actually necessarily Mm. truth and that I've always said I will never jeopardize what lights me up and makes me feel good in myself for the sake of a relationship for our relationship I just wouldn't and that's what scared me because I'm like I know I'm not going to soften what I'm doing here because this is my mission it's my vision it's what I'm feeling called to do so then I created a story of oh well that means the relationship's going to end because he's not along with me yeah he's not keeping up to part that if anything we're stronger than we've ever been we had to Mm. go through that rocky period but I've also like he's been able to mirror from me Mm. oh the things that light me up they're my non-negotiables and I'm going to pursue them and it doesn't matter if Holly's not in it or not because we've got this beautiful underlying connection and that is what brings so much richness to a relationship that I feel has to really be highlighted here Mm. do not because I did this in the past where I became like god it's like we're one unit no you're still two separate humans two complete humans complete humans that have your own lives your own interests your own philosophies and you get to honor that and that's what initially brought us together right the differences yeah. because those differences help complement and they add to like if you and I are in friendship you add so much to my life because of your differences 100% and relationship intimate partnership is no different mm-hmm. yeah 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 and it's interesting as well thinking about you know what what did attract you in the beginning and then obviously everyone's going to shift and change and grow sure. but it's like not losing the complacency of, okay i was attracted to you because of x y and z 
and you're actually no longer doing it. Yeah. So it's like, that's a conversation too, I think. Absolutely. And yeah. well, that's what is relationship and not just romantic, friendship, business, yeah. whatever it is, communication, yeah. right? Having these conversations, yeah. saying, you know, maybe the values are no longer aligned. And yeah. I'd be interested to hear from um, you all around when friendships change because yeah. in this line of work that we're doing, yeah, our, uh, the energy can shift. And do you have conversation? Where do we go with that? Yeah, I had a lot of, like, I had a very solid crew in my 20s and then when I hit my 30s and kind of just like really stepped into my power and owning my voice and my mission in a way that I hadn't in my 20s I definitely felt like the discord yeah. I felt like whoa we are so different and I feel like I don't speak that language anymore and it just it became so obvious because I was so over here and they were so over here yeah. that being said I'm still friends with all of them yeah. their friendships just look different mm-hmm. so where I was spending a lot of time with this group in my 20s now I'm spending a lot of time with my entrepreneur friends because they get my schedule and the fact that I'm not going to text every day and like there's just like a level of understanding yeah. and ease and I'm like oh my god yeah. right whereas my other friends I did have to have conversations with them and say mm-hmm. hey listen my priorities have shifted I'm not the same girl that wants to go out and dance on tables yeah. and like whoop whoop all night right? she's still fine she's still in there she's in there, there. <laughs> once every six weeks yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's in there she comes out to play she does but I had to let them know, like, this is just a different world I'm stepping into. And then it happened again with having a child and recognizing my priorities are different again. Yeah. You know, where it's like, I'm not going to be able to go to all the functions and all the masterminds anymore with all my business friends. Yeah. Because I have a child. Yeah. You know, so it's like just having those conversations and setting the expectations, I think, are really lovely. I think what trips people up, though, is that they, it's like they almost lose a sense of who they are when their friendships change. Yeah. So when their identity shifts or when they become a mom or they're in a new relationship and then having to explain, they feel like maybe they have to explain that to their friends or why aren't I connecting with my friends anymore? So like really, I think you explained it really well, like really having an understanding of, well, you're not connecting with them because this and this and this has shifted. Mm. And so there's new frequencies around you and you're just not aligning and that's, that's okay. It's okay. okay. And that's the big thing. It's like people go, oh, what's wrong with me? Or like, are you mad at me? It's like, no, we're just growing. We are human beings and we are growing. That happens in our intimate partnerships as well, where we go through seasons. We have to honor the season we're in. And I think a lot of us want summer all yeah. the time it's gonna be summer I love summer I love the sun I love you know mm. yeah. but fall and winter have their blessings yeah. as do spring mm-hmm. so we really get to honor that yeah yeah. yeah. I think as well because uh, a lot of time I experience with people is with friendships and changing relationships and things like that is it can be scary obviously because your things are moving but it's also the fear I find sometimes that if the fear that they're not going to find their people because a lot of people are like, yeah. isolated alone they don't they're like starting on this new journey and they're like I am the only person in my friends that's doing this like where's yeah. my tribe and yeah. I think that and then they kind of hang on to this thing they feel like an outsider but they don't know where to find these relationships mm-hmm. so maybe we can speak to or you can speak to how some of that transitioned for you like finding these new up-leveling relationships because I think that's a hard thing for a lot of people to then actually attract and manifest and connect to these these different because uh, when you're starting a business or you're entering an entirely new world, you're entering an entirely new world. Right. You don't yeah. know and you don't have any yeah. you don't know anyone. Yeah. So you're like, look at, especially on social media and things like that, and you look at all these people with all these great friends and these, you know, tribes and things like that, and they're in the middle of Australia or they're in the middle of America and they're just like, I don't have this tribe. Like, what would you suggest to some people that want to actually create these amazing relationships with people? Mm. I feel yeah. There's some things to say here. I yeah, know. Like we did a podcast episode on this about two weeks ago, and yeah. it's uh, uh, there's so many moving parts in it. But for me, it's an it's a recognition of who you are authentically, mm-hmm. and really honouring your authenticity and what it is that makes you happy, expansive, like mm-hmm. juice, what gets your juices flowing yeah. and then honoring that in terms of the events that you take yourself to, the workshops mm-hmm. that you attend, getting out of your comfort zone because yes. this is, it's <laughs> uncomfortable. There's vulnerability in, you know, calling in new people yeah. and really showing up as your full self in front of them in the hope of building connection. Yes. Connection is one of the five key components to positive psychology. Yeah. Yeah. We want to connect yeah. and to be seen and to be liked. Yeah. And it's that notion of, well, I want to be liked, so I better wear a mask and be yes. this 
certain type yeah. of person yeah. and then we're discrediting our authenticity and we wonder why we haven't got any kind of real connection yeah not attracting the right people because right. you're not actually we're putting your own cells out there they can't yeah. see you yeah. so that would be the number one for me is just showing up as authentically as you can knowing that you're going to feel vulnerable in moments and that's in the way that you use social media it's in the events that you go to it's in going on your own places striking up conversation when you feel that niggle even though there's that vulnerability yeah. edge I mean, even with each of you, like I feel beautifully connected to each one of you. I mean, there's a level of vulnerability in that, right? Because there's different levels of, you know, what we know about one another. But it's been beautiful to share space and have these conversations at the same Mm. time. And it's almost like... I would rather dive in and feel that vulnerability than step back in like introverted, you know, shyness and miss out on what could potentially be a beautiful friendship. Mm. Yeah. I also think it, it, it changes a lot as you get older. And I think that a lot of people who are trying to find new connections in say the thirties are still stuck in like high school mentality where Mm. it's like, Oh, well, you know, I don't, there's no, there's no one at work that I like. There's no one in the schoolyard who I want to be friends with. And so they're like, there's just no friends for me. (laughs) You can align with your authenticity and you can go to the events Mm. and you can do all that, but you also have to be the initiator. If you want friends, Yes. Go yeah. out and ask someone for a coffee. Totally. It's yes. like dating. It's exactly yeah. the same. Yeah. yeah, I love that. And I grew up in a very small town mm. with what I perceived to be like small mind mentality. And like mm. I was into this stuff really young and I always felt like the outsider. And it's because I stayed in my little bubble. Mm. Granted, I, I moved to New York City when I was 17 and all of that. But I stayed in my little bubble and judged the people around me like, oh, they wouldn't get it. Mm. They don't, they're not into the things I'm into. And now since I've moved from my small town to New York and now LA and I'm kind of public with my way of being and what my interests mm-hmm. are, people from my hometown are like, oh, I was always into that too. Yeah. Right. Like I'm sitting here judging the people around me or saying, oh, the people yeah. in my work. Or, but there are people in every town. I don't care where you are. I don't care if your town has 50 people. There's at least one person in that town Mm. who is asking bigger questions and Mm -hmm. having conversations in an area of interest that you may have. Mm -hmm. But you've got to get uncomfortable. You've got to be willing to ask. You've got to be willing to own your voice and what you care about to step in and go, Mm -hmm. hey, here's what I like. I'm going to wave the flag. Anybody else here that likes that too? Great. And then the truth is, online, the world of the internet has changed everything. I was just going to, I was literally just thinking, I was like, so none of us live in the same city. We all met online. Exactly. And now here we are in person. Right? Yeah. And like, I think about all the people that come into my community in soul school. It's a community I run that have met up around the world and they're like best friends. I think of the people who have come to bridge our workshops and are best friends now because they did a workshop together and they have businesses together. It's like, just go out and meet people, Mm -hmm. travel, have fun. And yeah. chase what it is that you love. Like, what is lighting you up? Where, you, where are you being cool to? Because that's where you're going to meet, like, yeah. those kind those kind of people. Especially in dating. Like, I, I think it's hilarious when people are like, there are no men or there are no women. I'm like, well, okay, where are you going? Well, I go to the bars and nobody's into spiritual. Because you're at a bar. Yeah. yeah. Like, and you don't even want to be there. Right. Yeah. So like, why are you being in bars? So me too. going to a bar to find someone is so stupid. Because the person is going to want to hang out. They're going to want to go to the bar with me. Yeah. Yeah, when I meet you, you were in the bar. Like I was like, this yeah. is the I was like, this is the girl. But it's <laughs> like, if you want someone who reads books, go to a bookstore. If you want yeah. somebody who eats healthy, go to the health food store. Like. Go yes, where so they true. are. Yes. So true. It sounds so simple, but right. we were even having this chat last night, George, about how there are people who really want to call in someone, but they refuse to date. Yeah. They just don't date. They're actively yeah. not dating. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> you like, want to meet someone, but you're yeah. never leaving the house. Yes. yes. Okay. Literally, he's planning on someone to meet you in your long term. Maybe he'll be like the Uber Eats driver or something. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you never know. Right? You I mean, that's a slim possibility, but it sounds like that's the strategy at this point. But that's so true. And again, it goes back to this mentality of everybody wants it quick. They want it now. They want to do the least amount of work to get it. And that's just not life. Like, I'm sorry, you were in this life and this life requires that you get into action and create Mm -hmm. momentum to go after what it is you want, whether it's a business, a romantic partnership or friends. Yeah. Yeah. Go after it. Yeah. Yeah. Go get it. Yeah. Like uh, uh, Felicity was saying earlier in one of our conversations, if you want bread, make a fire. Yeah. And she's literally, when she right. had to actually cook bread in a fire when she grew up. It's yeah. Like, it's so simple. Yeah. If you want the friend bread, go make the fire. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. if you want the result, 
go up and you know obviously we're two very spiritual aligned manifestation queens so maybe we can talk about that and the difference mm. as well of like the aligning and the action you've it's got like, to take you've got action. to yeah. you. you can't you. just align and meditate and the universe keep pray hand out pray it'll come. come well I have to say the movie The Secret kind of like f***ed everyone up. right yeah. it absolutely yeah. f***ed everyone up yeah. and it's not just The Secret there's a whole range of manifestation texts that not only left the action piece out of the puzzle <laughs> they, they actively said don't take action what wow yeah wow. it's that's all about but like this um, will sell better because people yeah. will love this and it, that's totally it's, it's easy you can be lazy yeah. exactly. just release attachment and don't hold on and yeah. you know and that that all applies but only once you've taken action yes yeah yes. and i i talk about it in the book a lot it's like wouldn't you rather sit back and look at your manifestation and go i totally made that happen yeah rather than this thing happened to me yeah no yeah so i was doing a beach clean at the beginning of the year i got invited to one and I, it blew my mind. I'm just going to go eco-warrior princess for a second. Do it. Do it. But so for in every minute, a truckload of plastic gets dumped into our ocean. Every minute, a truckload. Mm-hmm. By 2050, there will be more plastic in the ocean than fish. No. More plastic in the ocean than fish. So I heard these two things. I was doing this beach clean. And in my head, I'm like, like, why is this the first beach clean I've been to? More people need to do them. And I was like, why am I doing them? Yeah. And so yeah. I started doing them yeah. and people were coming and it's like, and then I had other people go, Oh, I can't make it to yours, but maybe I could do my own. I'm like, F-ing do your yeah. own. Yeah. And if it's not that, if it's, Oh, there's no women's circles in my area. Yeah. What is stopping oh you God, from yes. putting one on? If it's yeah. not there, start it. Start right? it. Yes. Yeah. Start the thing, yeah. take the action. I do an entire week in my program on taking inspired action. Yeah. Yeah. And that could be the littlest thing. Yeah. Sending the Instagram message, yeah. connecting yeah. with somebody, sending an email. Yeah. Like I, we said this in one of the conversations, it's just, what What did I say? Not, was, it wasn't just do it, just, just start. Do, yeah, just start. Yeah. Just yeah. start. Mm-hmm. And if that seems too big, go smaller. Yeah. It doesn't matter how small you go. Yeah. Small, small, just small. do something. And by taking any kind of action, it's your message to the universe that I want this, yeah. I'm ready for yeah. this, yeah. and I'm capable yeah. of this. And I think I think a lot of times people are manifesting say, okay, I wrote the checkout, I put it on my fridge, mm-hmm. I've got like things, audios I listen to every day, and it's like, yeah, but if you're not in the game, yeah. the universe can't actually go, okay, I see that nothing you to actually really yeah. want this. Mm. I see that you're actually committed to getting up off the couch, totally. getting into the game, and getting into life. Yeah. The minute that you're in that momentum, life starts happening. Yes. Yes. Synchronicities start happening yeah. because we're in motion. Yes. To move. It's like the woman who wants the relationship, but she's never leaving the house. Yeah. She's not dating. It's like, there's no movement. Yeah. So nothing can move into your life or no. out of it. Yeah, vision board of your dream relationship is oh. not going to do it. It's yeah. not it's enough. Not enough. It's not I'm going to stare at you all day. Yeah. Well, it's scary, but I mean, that's what's being put, like, sold out into the world and people yeah. are buying it. Yeah. This is the convenient in truth, like well, convenient life. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? It's like it's like the diet laws, you know, yes. where it's yeah. like, oh, God. you know what, just, you know, drink water and have these pills for five days and you'll lose just 10 kilos. Yeah. And you're like, Stay I'm absolutely going to do that. Yeah. 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 So and I'm like, because yeah. I don't have to do anything. Yeah. 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 I don't actually have I to change. I won't actually work, but like, I'll go to believe it for yeah. a second and that yeah. way I don't actually have to shift anything about how I be with life, which is the only sustainable option anything you have to shift how you be yep. with life with mm. food with relationship with friends with all of it in order to have anything actually shift sustainably mm-hmm. that's it it's responsibility for you and yeah. that's what's scary because it's like oh yeah. hang on a second what do you mean i'm not the victim in this like <laughs> yes. it's not everyone else versus me it's <laughs> me looking at me yeah, yeah. it's scary owning your shit mm-hmm. it's scary for a lot of people it's yeah. scary for me sometimes yeah yeah, yeah. 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 what shit you're all owning right now oh great question wow. That's a good question. Um, well, what, what's yours? Mine is Sounds my off. ego. Okay, cool. Big what time. That, what does that mean? Um, so I, I'm, honestly, it sounds ridiculous, but coming to realize the world doesn't revolve around me. <laughs> no. Is that Leo thing? Leo, Leo is like, a Leo thing. Ever since I found out that that's the thing, I see it in you all the time. Oh, like, yeah. Leo's in their attention. I'm like, yep, that's you. It's yeah. everyone <laughs> through the lens of like, how does this, how does everyone love me? Yeah. <laughs> like, people do not think about you as much as you think they do. 
<laughs> and they don't care about you as much as you care about as much you. as you would like them to right yeah. but it's this humbling process yeah. for me to be yeah. like getting off my high horse yeah. and really coming back to um the word that keeps coming up is um being of service yeah and how I want to serve mm-hmm. and that for me feels really delicious because I love to teach mm-hmm. I love it I, I like it it gets me so excited when mm-hmm. I'm like holding space for a group of people and I see their eyes light up and I'm like oh I've shifted something and they're mm-hmm. gonna go off and do their thing and like even little things like I haven't changed someone's life they've changed their yeah. life but I play yeah. a role in that yeah so that. it's really coming from a place of like a real yeah a grounded and humble position which I've not yet brought into mm-hmm. my business before nice. and it feels really nice but it's okay. very confronting yeah and it's, like, that's yeah. huge like that yeah. will change everything yeah everything I'm actually like I'm working on something kind of different but it's ego still mm. but it's it shows up in an opposite way mm. so I grew up with parents that were very gregarious and like in the spotlight mm. and like kind of just like everyone like they walk into a room everyone's like there you are mm. right so they took up a lot of space yeah. I have a partner who is very gregarious and takes up a lot of space and is like walks into a room and people are like there he is mm. and so I of course attracted my partner to really heal that part of myself mm. where my ego goes it's not safe yeah I'm just gonna I don't want to take up space so I have this like false humility of like no my voice doesn't matter it's okay like let me defer and it's okay and I I validated it because it's like well I'm the more humble one and it's okay Mm -hmm. but that's ego as well yeah so now I'm leaning on what's that yeah How do I own my voice from such a pure place of service where it's not about me, but it's about I'm just the container and the vessel for something to come through that may or may not be effective for you. And it has nothing to do with me. I'm just the container for it. And recognizing that that container has a responsibility to speak up when I have something to say, where often I would have something to say when I would just shrink. Yeah. So owning my power while also not making it mean that I'm bad for taking up space, yeah. which is an ego conversation because the false humility has served me up to a point and it, it no longer does. And I just love that point of it's not about me. Yeah. It's about the vision, the mission, yeah. being the vessel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm. yeah so you too. Mm. I think for me, I, I, in relationships and friendships and even sometimes with my parents, I feel like I've always been the teacher and it mm. comes a lot through work as well always teaching always sharing and I always say I'm sick of being the teacher like why can't someone just teach me something and what's really been reflected to me in the last few months with dating and and friendships as well and the book coming out is I don't even give space for people to teach me yeah I find it really hard and it's ego again to slip into student yeah but it's where I want to be yeah. I want to be student you can be both yeah, for sure course, you can be teacher course. and student but in order to not be treated as the teacher I need to be able to slip into student mode and stop acting like the teacher and like I know something straight into being yeah. teacher yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's kind of what I'm working on as well. yeah. yeah I love it and just to reflect back to what you said earlier about dating I, you said something, I'm like, oh my God, that was me. I legit only used to date guys that were like simple. And yeah. and I recognized that that was my ego because yeah. then I got to be the inspiring one. Yeah. I got to be the teacher and I got to be essentially in control of the relationship. Yeah. But it wears thin. Yes. Did you get bored? And I got so bored so <laughs> yeah. quick and that was the pattern that kept showing up. Yeah. So my partner now, my husband, is the first person that's fully inspired me yeah. and has I've allowed him to teach me. Yeah. You know, and that's a huge, huge thing. Yeah. So that's amazing. Thanks. Yeah. Love it. Um, uh, I mean, there's always so much. I feel like so we're always much. leaning into so many things. Yeah. I think the biggest thing for me right now is just the amount of transition that I'm in. So just really changing almost everything like where I'm going to live what I do for work like just a deep soul nudge into new territory um but it's also like what like I have no idea where I'm going or what it is I mean I I do I mean I I have little nudges but it's very gray and very uncertain so that brings up a lot of stuff like who will I be without what I've created what if I'm going to go backwards what is this new thing going to be am I going to get to where I think I want to go like what's it even going to be there's just so much question yeah um so it's just like how much just how much can I lean in how much can I soften how much can I trust and also how much can I just 
be comfortable with even if it looks different to what it is now and again that's ego right like if I don't become established or I don't become whatever it is mm. um, but that'd be okay it's yeah. just so it's just deep exploration and also letting go of something that works letting go of an identity that I've built and letting go of something that I've built in order to welcome in a whole new question and it's like being willing to do that and and walk that space in between but this is really good yeah and this I don't even know but like mm. this, but this feels good and I'm, so it's it's very exciting and yeah. it's so exciting it is yeah and it's also like, scary terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> so like yeah. oh, where trust and faith comes into oh, right like girl trusting in yourself yeah and then yeah. of course you can navigate anything that gets yeah. thrown at you and then trusting you yeah. yeah yeah and then trusting that you're being fully supported and like 100%. having complete faith in that that you actually can't make a wrong move yeah totally yeah, yeah. yeah. With, without that right now it's <laughs> a lot of there's a lot of Eckhart Tolle yeah. there's a lot of like trust surrender allowing yeah. but it's like at the end of the day for me it's like life is about like I would rather chase that and create mm. whatever it is than yeah. stay in something that totally. I know no longer actually feels lights you up lights me up yeah, yeah. so That's cute yeah. yeah and how often are so many of us doing that in our lives and it doesn't have to little be like areas. our entire business no. but in these little areas where we know something's out of alignment yep. and we've been feeling it for a while and maybe <laughs> we've just been like letting that low level suffering kind of mm. stick around, whether it's something in business or something in relationship or, or even if it's like a, is this all there is? Maybe, yeah. maybe this is, maybe this is where I should be. Or maybe this is all there is. Yeah. And even, I mean, yes. And that's the question I think people really get to look at. We yeah. get to really lean in like what's currently out of alignment yeah. for me, yeah. you know, and, and it's going to require complacent. a shift mm. and the yeah. shift is mm. scary. And I remember at one point for me, it was, I was living in New York city. I built up my entire life in New York city. Yeah. Like I worked for 10 years to like own New York, you know, yeah. in, in a way that for me, it was like own a place, know all the right people, like have multiple six figures, yeah. like have a steady career, yeah. have notoriety, all the things. And then I got in meditation one day. It's like, move to LA. I was like, but I've just nailed this. I'm like, I am nailing New York. Yeah. And, now, like, and I was not a fan of LA. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, I had a story about people in LA and yeah. all the things. And I, I was like, let me just do a little weekend trip. And I took the trip out there and it was like so clear in my body. Mm -hmm. I was at Running Canyon yes. on a hike and I was like, I have to be here. Yeah. And I didn't know why. Yeah. But I had to leave behind my entire world that I spent over a decade cultivating yeah. carefully, yeah. designing all yeah. my energy, all my effort, my time, my money, investing in it. Mm -hmm. I had to leave it all behind to start new and follow a nudge yeah. that eventually led me to a deepening in my work now mm. and my husband, yeah. you know, and it's like, I didn't know that that was on the other side yeah. and I was just like kind of free floating for a while. Like, not sure why I'm here. Everyone's yeah. like, why did you leave? I'm like, I'm not really sure yet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I feel like it's so important that's to big. listen to those niggles yes. and understanding that it takes courage. Yeah. That's what I felt with you, Em. Yeah. It's like you're stepping into a lot of courage right yeah. now. Yeah. This unknown, because mm. we like to know and <laughs> we don't know anything ever. Yeah, ever. Ever. Yeah. So finding the comfort in that unknown, mm. but also when it comes to alignment, knowing the things that really bring you into alignment that don't feel heavy as well. Because yeah. it can feel heavy, absolutely, making decisions, having tough conversations, but yeah. also things as simple as having a playlist that you put on and you know you feel good yeah. or a certain meal that you like to eat or a certain person that lifts your spirits or a certain rom-com that just gets you laughing. It's yeah. like those are things that bring you into alignment too yeah. and only ever making yeah. decisions about your life when you are in that conscious place mm. of alignment. Yeah. And so not like, from fear. Not from yeah. fear, yeah. yeah. So if you're feeling out of alignment, doing the things to get you into alignment before you decide on something. Yeah, yeah. I love that. And That's I great. think that actually when you're in alignment, I don't know about you ladies, but when I'm in alignment, I actually, it's so obvious what's out of alignment mm. when I'm like, Oh, I'm like locked in. I'm like, Oh, why is that in my life? Or, yeah. I don't mean to point to you. Right. <laughs> why is that? <laughs> in my life? That thing right there, get rid of it. I love it. <laughs> but why is that in my life? Yeah. Like that does not even fit. Like vibrationally, mm. you were talking about that vibration yeah. that frequency. It doesn't even match that frequency. No. And it can be so subtle. Yeah. People always say to me, what does it feel like to be in alignment? I'm like, well, for me, if I'm in alignment, say I'm in a room full of people like with you ladies, and I feel in alignment here, I feel intelligent. Yeah. I feel quite funny. <laughs> Charming. Yeah. Um, I feel light. My body mm. feels relaxed. There's no restriction in my chest. 
Um, things flow easily. Yeah. There's little coincidences that like pop up, like all yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah. But it's like how you feel in yourself. Cause there's rooms that I'll walk into. I can't say one smart thing. Yeah. Mm. I stumble on my words. Mm. Um, I'm not funny at all. Yeah. Don't mm. land. Yeah. And I'm like, this, <laughs> this is energetically out of alignment for me because I don't feel comfortable here. My frequency is mm. being compromised. Yeah. Yeah. And it can be as simple as that. <laughs> frequency is <laughs> Because I hear that there are certain places that, and I love that you name it. It's like mm. I feel because like, yeah, you said that, I'm like, oh, I know what I'm yeah. totally same. So I get to do that. I get to name my alignment. And when does it become like okay? So I have definitely stepped into rooms where I feel like I instantly kind of shut down. Mm. Is that the room? Is mm. it me? Is it both? Mm. And where does the work lie? Mm. That's a really good question. question. Yeah, you know, because I do think yeah. that environment affects us. Oh, definitely. But there's exactly. also our responsibility that yeah. we bring into that. Yeah, because mm. I, I mean, sure. I'll I'll take that one. And for example, like if I think about this new transition that I'm doing, I'm moving into a new world where the beginner part of me doesn't feel as intelligent in those yeah. rooms, doesn't feel like I know it as much around those rooms, but the rooms that I've been in now that I feel really comfortable at one point probably were those rooms. So it's like, right. because it's, I'm having to, like you say, where does the work lie? So it's like, how do I become more comfortable knowing that that's a, an environment and a space I actually choose to mm. be in mm. to continue to up-level myself. Yeah, but I know expand. that, yeah, to expand into, because I know that I want to choose that room because there is niggles mm. that are guiding me there, but it doesn't mean it's not confronting. It doesn't mean that I'm feeling really comfortable in that room already, you know, because mm. I think that for me, I feel like alignment is chasing those curiosities, which right now feels like it's leading me into some rooms that I will not feel absolutely no you're right that's yeah. a really good point yeah and i think it's taking stock of the situation yeah and yeah. Yeah. Example as yeah. Well. Nobody it's a different. really good yeah. one of course because yeah that's what up leveling is right yeah. it's like stepping out of your comfort zone yeah. and, and finding a new alignment mm. that matches that yeah but I guess what I was referring to more was that idea and it happens with friendships a lot where you're just not able yes. to feel into yourself and be yes. yourself in that room yes. and that's a really subtle way to tap into alignment yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's a subtle thread as well in those instances where it's is that like that nervous energy excitement and anticipation yeah. of this is uncomfortable but or is it I just feel out of whack here yeah. and this is just doesn't yeah. feel good. Yeah. Like it doesn't feel good, yeah. you know, because yeah. we are going to find ourselves in situations that feel that little bit of a push of alignment, mm. but it is exciting because we know we're going to grow and it's f-ing terrifying at the yeah. same time. Yeah. But then it's f-ing terrifying and you leave depleted and you're like, why was I ever in that room in the first place? I guess depletion is a really mm. good yeah. sign. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I find myself in rooms where I know I'm like kind of out of my element. Yeah. But I'm inspired, like South by Southwest. We went to this whole conference where it's like tech and business mm. and startup and VC, and we were in a lot of rooms with a lot of people that where we were like, we don't even know what that means. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. gonna have to Google that. Yeah, what is that like, yeah. Like, yeah. Say that again. Yeah. yeah. But I felt I left feeling inspired, yeah. yes. and I left feeling like, yeah. wow, like I felt called forward. Yes. Instead of like, oh, or that feels icky. Yes. Yeah, so I think the like yeah. depletion versus expansion. Yeah. Because, like, when you go into those rooms, you feel expanded after? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. and I think this is just a self-awareness. It's all self-awareness because yes. we have to have that. Because it is so, like you said, it's subtle. It's not always going to be, like, even being out of alignment. Like, I'll, there's things in my business where I'm realizing I'm out of alignment, if we're going to, like, that's always sort of the language we're using. But it's still subtle. Because yeah. I could say, oh, I could still do this because it makes sense. But it's like, but it no longer feels like it's exciting and expensive. So right, therefore, yeah. you know, so, but it doesn't always feel like, oh, it's definitely out of alignment. 100%. Now. It's like, ooh, you know, it is the subtlety. Yeah. It is that, oh, am I depleted? It's, it's, it can be really yeah. hard to notice. But also not being terrified to be out of alignment. It's like, no. if you, if you, Disalign? Unalign? If you misalign, unalign? Is it misalign? I think it's misalign. You can bounce back. Like, it's okay to come out of alignment. Yeah. And like, I'm out of alignment. doesn't feel so good. Yeah. I'll remember this for next time. Yeah, yeah. And then shift back in. Yeah. You know, it's not like you fall out forever. So no. 
testing the waters as well and and going what is this what is this feeling is this Mm. contraction is this expansion no I'm pretty sure that's contraction I won't do that again yes and I love that idea too to really just reiterate that alignment it's it's like a dance right like Mm. we'll never get to a place where we're always fully aligned because that's the other like another there to get to yes and that's a trap and I think recognizing that we'll never ever be fully aligned all the time everything is perfect but that we have a new relationship and awareness yeah. around our mm. own alignment where when we feel misaligned, we yeah. can check yeah. it out again. Yeah. And yeah. that's huge. Mm. Check huge. ourselves before we wreck ourselves. Yes. <laughs> Real song. Real talk. Yeah. 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 80s rap songs prophesizing. Let that <laughs> they knew. They, they knew. knew. Oh, they knew. as hell. Juicy chats. Right? Yes. So good. Thank you so much for being here with us. Thanks, Joel. We look forward to learning more about all the things happening with you. And hopefully, you get some energetic space with all the energy coming your life. I've cleared my calendar. I'm good. good. Yeah, amazing. Beautiful. Thank you. So good. As always, thank you so much for listening. And I hope you got some inspiration from this episode. You know, we've been receiving such amazing feedback from these roundtable chats and our BTS series. So if you haven't checked that out yet, be sure to check out episodes 9 through 12 to listen to more badass women in business opening up about what's real and raw for us in love, business, social issues, and more. And as always, I want to hear from you. Screenshot when you're listening to this podcast, tag me in it, and let me know what your big takeaways are so I can be sure to keep making content that you love. And of course, give you a shout out in the process. And if you haven't already reviewed and subscribed to the podcast, please, please, please take just a moment to do it. It means the world to me as it helps this content get found by more people. Plus, there's an incredible bonus for you if you do. Nearly $1,000 worth of freebies to support you in building both your life and your business that my team will send to you when you send a screenshot of your review to podcast at alexipanos.com. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode.